Vox Quick Hits. What you're about to hear is just a preview of a much longer and deeper conversation. And trust me, you're going to want to hear the rest of it. You can find the full episode at Vox Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for Vox Conversations. Today on the show, Vox's book critic Constance Grady is going to talk with another Voxer, Anna North, all about her new book, Outlawed. It's a conversation all about creating an alternative history, reimagining the Western, and having fun with the usually fraught roles around gender and identity. Here's Constance. So Anna, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. We seem to be in a moment where we're all talking a lot about identity groups and what they mean and whether they're too restrictive. So I wanted to talk about how our identities can be sources of joy and pleasure and not just arenas of endless discourse and arguing and threats. I really want to know, how do we stay grounded in the seriousness of thinking about our identities and all of the baggage and trauma they can carry with them and still give ourselves room to play? These are such good questions, Constance. Um, you know, first of all, thank you so much for, you know, your kind and generous words about the book. I'm just so, feel so honored and grateful to talk about it with you. I mean, I think, you know, when I was writing the book, I thought a lot about sort of these questions of play and fun. And I thought about it from a lot of different angles because on the one hand, you know, I set out to write a Western, right? This is a book. It's set in an alternate version of 1894. You know, it's set in what is now Wyoming and North Dakota, a little bit in Colorado. And it does play with the tropes of Western novels. And I think, you know, for all the problems of the Western genre that we can talk about, you know, people turn to Westerns, people turn to genre fiction in general a lot of times for fun and because these tropes are exciting and because these are adventure stories. So I really wanted to maintain a sense of fun throughout the book. And I, I hope that came across. When you talk about identity and play, there's so much there because I think for one thing, we do have to think about sort of, you know, who has the privilege to be able to play with identity, who has the privilege to be able to have fun with these concepts. And I do recognize my own privilege as a white writer. And I thought about that a lot when I was writing and wanting to, at the same time that I was trying to tell a story with a lot of joy in it, also wanting to try to make sure that I was trying to give as much honor as possible to people whose stories aren't necessarily my own. I thought a lot about writing across difference. A lot of writers have written about this much more eloquently than I could about this idea of how do you sensitively write about people who have different identities from yours and have more marginalized identities than yours. So that was all sort of swirling in my head as as I wrote. And one thing I chose is, for instance, with Ada, the main character, who, when we start out, she's a young apprentice midwife who has been married for a year and she's unable to have children. And so she's sort of, she's very stigmatized because of that. And she has to figure out kind of how to make her way in the world and how to become safe. With her as my point of view character, I made some choices in terms of identity. I made her white. You know, I'm white. I made her a woman, a cisgender woman. I, I identify as a cisgender woman. So certain things where I felt like perhaps I could write across difference for non-point of view characters, but perhaps for my point of view character, I shouldn't try to work so far outside my own identity. Um, mm -hmm. and I mean, these are really vexed sort of concepts, and I think different writers 
can have really different ideas about them. But those are sort of some of the ways that I came at some of this. Yeah, definitely. The idea of writing across difference has been the object of a lot of very intense and fraught discourse over the past year, probably most famously with the American Dirt example, the big book from January of 2020, truly a different era in many ways. <laughs> that was written by a non-Chicana author about a Mexican migrant family and was critiqued as being inauthentic. The line I will always remember from American Dirt is when a Mexican character is looking at like a falling apart bridge and goes, ah, our tax pesos at work. So that, I guess, is the line that people want to avoid falling into. But before we get more specific about the book and the way that you're writing into these questions of identity, let's just start with a quick overview. So for those people joining us who haven't read it yet, what is Outlawed about? Totally. So Outlawed is, one way to think of it is as a revisionist Western. It's an alternate history. It's set in 1894. And in the world of the book, there was a devastating flu pandemic that happened in 1830. There actually was a flu pandemic in 1830, but it didn't destroy the United States. Um, however, in the world of my book, it does. You know, the, the pandemic kills so many people that the United States government basically ceases to exist. The state government ceases to exist. The descendants of former Americans live in sort of independent towns dotted throughout what was once the United States and its territories. And in the wake of this, you know, devastating public health crisis, they become really obsessed with reproduction. They, they want to replace, to some degree, those they've lost and also sort of People put a lot of stock in the kind of hope that comes uh, for some with having children. And so it becomes an enormous cultural obsession to the point that people who are infertile, especially women who are infertile, are deeply, deeply stigmatized. Quote unquote, barren women can be hanged as witches. So we follow Ada who is a young apprentice midwife. As I mentioned, she gets married. And then after a year of marriage, when she is not pregnant, she's in grave danger. You know, she needs to flee. And she ends up uh, meeting the mysterious hole-in-the-wall gang of outlaws led by the kid. And she has to decide sort of if she's going to join up with this gang, if she's going to go along with a dangerous plan they have. And sort of how she's going to not just keep herself safe, but also try to kind of realize her potential as a person and make a way for herself in this world that doesn't really want to let her make her way. We want to know what you think of Vox Conversations. Please don't hesitate to get in touch with ideas of future guests or even future hosts or just things you think you'd like to hear on the show. If you want to get in touch, send us an email, voxconversations at vox.com. Or if you want to rate and review the show wherever you listen, go ahead and do that. That always helps. Thanks for listening. More soon. <laughs>